welcome to the Inner Bitch, Inner Truth podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Jacari, naturopathic doctor turned speaker, writer, and intuitive empowerment coach. Each week, I bring you inspiring stories, people, and messages to help you lean into loving your emotions, transforming your relationship with yourself and others, and giving you the clarity you need to create a life you love. Today I want to talk about authenticity and coming into knowing yourself and standing in your power. What all of these things like truly mean and the practical way in which to gain that for yourself. So for me, I think authenticity is an ever-evolving journey. I don't think that we are meant to just like discover ourselves and then we're that person for the rest of our life. It's like each phase of our life requires a different version of us. And to think about this a different way, it's like, you know, the the person I was in high school was fully authentic to myself then, but that is not fully authentic to myself now as a business owner. And and the person who I was in college and going on partying all the time and like my priorities and my authenticity then is different than it is now. And just like how I know when, when I have children, my priorities are going to be different than they are right now. And so I know that that is going to require a new version of me, an evolved version of me, all of which are authentic. All versions of myself that I've been have been me, have been authentic. And so I think that the the real crux here for people and what they actually are doing when they say that they're, you know, finding themselves and coming into their authenticity, I think what they mean by that is uncovering the layers of conditioning where maybe your parents or your community are like, you're the smart one. And so then you, you take that and you identify with it and you have to accomplish all the things that being the smart one entails. And then you reach a point where you're like, hmm, maybe I want to try on being the fun one. Like maybe I want to try on doing something different. Maybe I want to try on um, being, being funny or being a little more serious or being um, adventurous. You know, it's like there's these different hats that are available to us to try on at any point in our life. It's just a matter of allowing yourself to try the hat on. And that's what I want to talk about today is encouraging you to not only one, because I think it's like two parts, right? It's not only one, to, to recognize the boxes that you have put yourself into, and then two, discovering what other boxes are out there that you want to see if it if it is a match for you. So it's really all this um, journey of unbecoming and testing out different things to see what feels the best. And when I say what feels the best, only you know that answer. Only you can feel in your body what it feels like to have on those different hats. But often what happens is that we get so caught up 
in what other people think, especially those closest to us, especially those who we look up to, who we value their opinion, we value their perspective, we value the way that they see us. And so it's almost there's this other aspect here of having to be okay doing something different than what they would expect of you and trusting and knowing that they're still going to love you anyway, that they're still going to to fundamentally support you and be there for you no matter what hat you end up turning on, putting on, which can be a really big challenge for people, especially if they have been someone within their family who has always been this kind of person And if they decide that they want to change the way that they are, if they want to change and become um, like just a different, it, it may seem radical. So let's see an example here. So if you grew up and you were just the smart one that were just, you always hit the books, you always were, you were so focused on like the grades and accomplishments and getting praise and being acknowledged for your brain. But then you wake up one day and you're like, wow, I just want to have fun and go on adventures. I just want to travel. I just want to explore. Like that's the new hat I want to put on is I want to explore. So for people who have this like radical shift that they want to make, they're going to look a little off their rocker to their family, right? Like if you are only known as being this kind of person to your family, And then you decide to do something totally different. Of course, your family is going to question that. Of course, it's going to be like, are you sure about that? Like, and you're going to get a little bit of pushback, right? Because it's so different than what you've always done. It's so different than what they know you by. It's so different than the box that they have put you in and that you've put yourself in. And I think it's important to recognize that this pushback doesn't have to mean that you're doing something wrong. And this pushback doesn't mean that they don't support you or that they won't come around to understand and see. It just means that you're doing something different and you're creating a little bit of chaos because it's like, whoa, you're disrupting the norm. Like what's going on here? But it doesn't have to mean that it's wrong. And even though people may come off as... um kind of like projecting their own perspective onto you or they're they're putting their own um, ideas and beliefs and making you be wrong for it, even if that's what they're doing, they're just doing the best that they can. They are just doing what they know to be a good parent, right? Or to be a good friend. They're making you question your choices. They're doing the best that they can because that's, They've put you in a box and they, they, this is you. And if you're going outside of that, they're like, whoa, let's just make sure that you're, you really mean to do this. Like, let's just make sure that this is really what you want. And so instead of getting frustrated and mad at those people, take a moment to, to put yourself in their shoes with their own shoes on. And that's the thing about that saying is, you know, just put yourself in other people's shoes. Well, so many people attempt to do this by stepping into another person's shoes with their own shoes on, with their own lens on, 
But what that actually means, what that whole saying means is put yourself into someone else's shoes with their lens, with the way that they see the world, right? And if you can truly do that, you'll understand that the people who are giving you the pushback, they're just doing the best that they can and loving you in the best way that they know how because you are the one that's disrupting the norm and so they just want to make sure that you're like you're you're sure and i i the reason i'm kind of you know like really hammering home on this is because that's i think the the thing that holds us back the most from becoming our most authentic self is wondering what other people are going to say and then when we start to kind of take that walk out and we get this pushback, we freak out and we think that we're making the wrong choice. And it doesn't have to mean that. What it means is that you are doing something new and you're just being questioned about it. And that's okay, it doesn't have to make it wrong, you know? And I think having a language around this of, you know, I see that I have been in this role for so long and I see that I am now jumping outside of it and so I can understand, you know, your, your concern about what I'm doing, but I just want you to know, like, I see that I'm fully aware that I am doing something totally different, but I'm doing it, I'm doing it differently because I want to try it on. I want to try something new. I'm ready for the next phase of me, you know, and just because you don't think that I'm this kind of person, it's only because I've never been this kind of person yet. But I want to explore. I want to put that hat on. I want to try it out. With it being Aries season now, which just means that um, the sun has now traveled into the astrological sign of Aries. And Aries is all about the birth. So we are all birthing something new right now. So on a collective level, all of us are feeling this internal stir of acting in a new way acting in a new way that is going to better serve us. And I just think it's such a beautiful, beautiful time of year because for me, I'm totally about to step into the next version of me and it's going to require me stepping outside of my comfort zone in the fact that people are going to be like, huh, that's interesting that she's kind of presenting herself in this way. Whereas before, um, I, I tried hiding. I tried hiding a lot behind just being a naturopathic doctor and fitting into that mold. And yet what I have in store for me is so much bigger than that. And my intuition is truly what is at the core of what I do for people, intuiting where they're at in their journey and the lessons that they are meant to be learning and how they can move better through these lessons. Like that is at the core of what I do. And yet I'm such an eclectic kind of intuitive coach because not only am I, I see things energetically, I get visions, I see there's like movies that play out and I can actually like manipulate the energy of these visions and I can read tarot cards and I can feel energy in my hands and like up, you know, I feel people's body. I've seen people's auras, like I've, I've done all of that. And yet, I love red wine. I love going out and dancing. I love being at a bar, sitting at a bar, 
eating a pizza with Ryan and drinking an old fashioned. Like I love doing that stuff too. And for the longest time, it's like, I was like, it has to be either or like, it can't be both at the same time because to be drinking and eating shitty food, like that goes against me as a naturopathic doctor. That goes against me as an intuitive, this like clean vessel that I'm supposed to be. And yet it just like those hats didn't feel good on me. Like I, when I was in the full role of naturopathic doctor in school, that was when my eating disorder was at its worst because I was so obsessed with all of the food going into my body, with every single product I was putting on my body, with everything that was in my house. Like I was so obsessed with needing things to be so clean that it it was it took a pathological role in my body. And so I like was like, okay, that's not working for me, right? And then I jumped into this spiritual thing where it's like, okay, well, like I the intention that you put on different things like that's what matters more and I do believe that to an to an extent now um although I've I've balanced back out because for a while to to be completely transparent for a while after I kind of was like woke up to this pathological form of healthy eating I was just like fuck it like I'll just eat whatever it's gonna be fine I need to eat a lot. Like the calories matter more for me because I am so calorie deficient and I need to like put weight on and I'm more focused on the weight than I am on the quality. And then that ran rampant in my system and it just got to the point where my bowel movements were not normal and I was just like, okay, I I pride myself so much on my bowel movements because they're amazing and they feel so great and for for those of you listening who are like, oh my gosh, why is she talking about poop? Well, I am an naturopathic doctor and talking about poop is something that is extremely important. Not only that, I used to be so constipated in my past. I used to go like five days without pooping and that was normal. Let me tell you, that is not normal. You should poop every single day, multiple times a day. The healthiest thing is for you to actually poop a little bit every single time that you eat. And I got to the point where that was happening for me. And it felt so good to just know that my system was working properly. And then it just got all clogged back up because shit was running havoc in my body. <laughs> no pun intended there. And I I had to change. And so then I was just like, okay, well, I'm not going to drink alcohol. And I'm going to be super like aware of my food intolerances and not eat those. And um, it just got to the point where I missed going out and getting a glass of wine and having my charcuterie board, my adult Lunchable, sitting there for a few hours, um, talking with my friends and just visiting with my friends. Like that is one of my absolute favorite things to do is like split a bottle of wine somewhere and sit with a charcuterie board in like multiple courses like, that's just my, that's where I'm at right now. I, that feels so good for me. And yet I was not letting myself do that because the spiritual part of me was like, no, like that's wrong. You shouldn't be drinking. You shouldn't be blah, blah, blah. Like I was putting these rules on myself. And I share this because I want you to see that even like the, the, the way that you think about 
how a certain person has to act. All of those rules that you put on that, those are your own rules that you made up. They really are. And you can change the rules. You get to write your rules. You get to write them. So for me, the rules that I am currently writing is I'm going to own that I am an intuitive spiritual guide. That is, at my core, what I do for people. I'm going to lean into that, even though I'm scared for, I don't know, I'm scared for the backlash when, like, really, I already talk about this stuff. I already talk about it, so it's just silly for me to be like, oh, but what if, what will they think? Like, it doesn't matter. I'm already doing it, right? And then another aspect of myself is that I drink alcohol, and I love like connecting with girlfriends, really anyone. I love connecting with people over a glass of wine and an adult Lunchable. Okay, that's like the second thing. Third thing, I freaking love nature. I love being outside. I love being this like carefree, just in the nature wilderness, like making friends with the trees. I love doing that. And I need to get out to the park more. I need to go head out to forest preserves around the Chicagoland area and just actually go there and make time for myself and to do that for myself because I love it so much, right? So that's that has to be a priority. That has to be part of my authenticity. And as, as such, you have to take the action on that. Another aspect here is that I love waking up early in the morning and just having a few hours to do whatever I want to do. And what that typically looks like is me learning new things. I love to learn. I love it. I love it. I love it. I can't express enough. I'm always listening. There's always something on like some sort of podcast or YouTube video on when I'm doing dishes, when I'm cleaning, laundry, like anything. I'm always learning. And I just, I love that. And another thing is I love a nightly routine where I'm taking a bath and I'm really like wa- like being intentional washing my body, which may seem weird to people who are like just get in the shower and just clean off or whatever. But I love like washing my feet and just thanking my feet for getting me around in the day and like going up my legs and like really working on the acupuncture with meridians that are there and intentional with I am taking care of you body like I am taking care of you just like you are taking care of me and I'm showing you appreciation and just so much gratitude for what what this bodysuit gives me like I, I am being intentional with that I also love watching TV shows or movies and writing about the dynamics that are happening because it's kind of my way of deepening my intuition and deepening my understanding of like dynamics between people and why they act the way that they do. So that's a really big part of my life too, which there used to be a time where I would shame myself for watching TV or for watching a movie. I would shame myself. And so ultimately, the reason I'm sharing this is because that's what I just said. Like, that's basically my life. Like, that is what I do outside of, like, the business work and the coaching work that I do. Like, take all of, like, the business stuff out of it, and that's what I'm doing with my life. Like, that feels so authentically me in this moment. 
And I think that there's things in the horizon that I hats that I want to try on. And so I'm really wanting to try out pottery. I'm wanting to go to pottery classes and learn how to do that. And I have this dream that um, Ryan and I have this like witchy house in Colorado with like a, um, a greenhouse with a little apothecary and like this beautiful garden and a pottery barn. And then he has his woodshop barn. Like that's my dream. That's goals. And so I know that the, you know, one of the next kind of hats that I want to start putting on is to check out pottery classes. I, I did it in middle school and I, my mom has these like, these ridiculous looking like vases that I made that, I mean, it's just so cute, but I loved it then. And I also used to do ceramic painting with my cousin when I was really young. That was like what we would do on Saturday mornings. We would just go to the ceramic shop and we'd get to pick out our little figurine and then paint it. And I, I just really want to get back into doing that stuff because I loved it. I loved it so much. And for me, these little projects, like I do cross-stitch now and um, I do like little doodles and in, in drawing, which my mom is very talented and I always am just like, okay, if I could just practice and just try it out, like maybe I could get good, but I end up getting frustrated with myself. <laughs> um, so maybe pottery will be a little bit different, but yeah, so it's like though that's what I'm working on right now and I didn't you know, I didn't allow myself to be in this space because I had these rules made up like about not drinking if you're spiritual or about being smart and you're not allowed to like go out and have fun. That was one um, when I don't when I was in college, like my freshman year, for some reason, it's like I wasn't even really <laughs> getting good grades or studying like I had an awful freshman year of, of undergrad. I don't even know what my GPA was, but I think I failed. I failed a chem class. Um, but it's like I didn't even really focus on being smart. I just identified with being smart, and that meant that I wasn't supposed to really party, which I'm thinking, I don't know. I think I almost identified because I was in a relationship I couldn't party because I did party when I first got to college, and I partied in high school and stuff. But for some reason, like for a while there, I just like stopped partying. And I think it all had to do with the rules that I placed on the identity that I had at that time. So yeah, I guess we're, what else should I share about this? Um, I guess in recap, it's like when I decided to dive into the naturopathic label, I took on the pathological version of like needing to be healthy. So I had to let some of those rules go because I was the one that placed those rules on that role. And now I still am a naturopathic doctor and I eat healthy a lot of the time. And I allow myself to go out and eat pizza and drink beer, like shitty beer and <laughs> shitty, you know, house wine that's not great and has all the sulfates. It's like I allow myself to do that. And I do eat really well most of the time. And I am particular about the types of oils that I use and the butter that I use and the pans that I use and the water that I drink. I am particular about those things, but I'm not like so held on to it that I don't allow for other things to come into my experience. 
Um, so there's that. And then also same with the spiritual stuff. It's like, I went for a period thinking that I had to be so pure and clean and like such a great conduit without any substances or any sort of alteration on my consciousness when like, it doesn't matter. That doesn't have to mean that doesn't, that reality doesn't have to mean it's spiritual because I am having a very spiritual experience drinking alcohol and like doing the things that I'm doing now. Like I still am having a very spiritual experience while also doing these other things. It's like the rules that we put on ourselves are of our own doing. Like we get to make up and and create whatever we want to create. And I hope that this episode really proves that to you and really shows that for you and shows that you can basically, this is what's so cool. This is it. Basically, we have this empty box and we get to make the rules about what gets to go into that box. And we can leave the top of the box open. We can leave it totally open to either remove what no longer works for us or to bring in new things that do. And that's all what authenticity is about is it's just about what feels best in this moment and how can I like know that I am fully living in that feeling? Like I think that for me, if I am living in that feeling of like, oh, this feels so good. It just feels so good to be me today. It feels so good. I feel so proud of myself. I feel so happy and grateful and free and secure and safe exactly where I'm at. For me, that's what living authentically means. That's what it means to be unwavering in your authenticity is I know where I feel that way. I know the space that I have to be in to to be in that feeling state. And when someone tries to tell me that I'm not doing the right thing, I know that that's just their own stuff and that's just where they're at and the rules and labels that they've put on where I'm at. But that doesn't have to be true either. And I don't have to take their criticism or their opinions, whatever variety, whatever frequency it comes out as. I don't have to take that personally. So I really hope that this serves you. And I do want to give a shout out to Liv from episode 22 of the Inner Bitch, Inner Truth podcast because her and I, we, we had a conversation about this over the weekend and it just kind of sparked some some thoughts in me. And I as I've been listening and learning a, two different, couple different videos, I've just really been on this whole kick of like what is authenticity because so often I think especially now in like the self-help culture it's all about like discover who you are as if that's the end point and that it doesn't continue evolving when it truly does continue to evolve because the the situations that you're at in your life they change and that means that you're gonna change too right so it's just this ever-evolving thing and we're really, it's not a destination. Like discovering who you're at, it's not a destination. It is the freaking journey. And if you would like support on this journey, my intuitive guidance readings that I've been doing have been giving people so much clarity. And I'm 
going to keep it at this price point for just a few more weeks. In April, the price is going to go up because this is going to become more of my offer. So if you are interested in discovering what lessons you're meant to be learning right now in your life and how to best maneuver through those lessons, get a hold of me. Like, don't don't allow yourself to sit in the hardship and just complain about the hardship. If that's what you want to do, you 100% have the right to do that. I'm just saying that that truly is what creates more pain and suffering in your life. So if you want to just be like, okay, this what I've been doing is not working anymore. I need to figure something else out. I need to figure it out. I need to figure out what I'm actually supposed to be learning through this hard shit that I'm in right now. If that's you, reach out to me. We can we can figure it out. I can give you clarity. And if you want to take it further, we can have accountability together too. Like I am here to serve and just help you live your best life. Live the life that you want to be living because you absolutely can be doing it. It's all about your internal state. That is what life is about. Life is about your internal state in the present moment. And optimizing that, optimizing your internal state. So I really hope that you got something out of this episode. If someone is coming to your mind where you're like, wow, I think that they would really benefit from hearing this, send them this episode, please. Um, this, this is something that, you know, I feel like I'm like this light bulb that's on that's kind of rotating around and like lighting up all of the lights around me and this process doesn't work unless we can co-create it together, right? So if you resonate with this, um, of course, if you don't and you hate this episode, that's totally fine. (laughs) I understand that I'm not for everyone, but I would hope that if you did hate this, that you wouldn't continue listening because really you should only be listening to the things that are really for you and that light you up, right? That comes back to the authenticity piece. Okay, I am sending you all